three, two, one, and live. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to a long-awaited podcast, the OK Boomers. So long. So long. I've been waiting, been waiting. I've been for this since this morning. I know. I've been waiting for this since <laughs> since the formations of the earth, you know. This was, this was ah, pre-destined. I didn't know you were alive at the time. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was waiting on this, you know. Um, but this is the OK Boomers. If, any, if you're curious about the title, essentially it means that um, we hold boomer opinions. So we're owning that. We're taking ownership. People I have say, a different theory of, of about the name of the podcast, by the way. What? What is it? <laughs> the suggestion was that Louise and I are the boomers. And okay, boomers is the line you say when we say something completely ridiculous. Yeah. And you just say, okay, boomers, to shut us up. Yeah. But then somehow you put a the in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. And now it became the okay boomers. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Here's the rationale. The rationale is partly aesthetic and partly logical, right? So here's the aesthetic part. I'm in Photoshop, right? Creating the logo. And, and it just looks so lopsided. I can't just have the like okay boomers. It just looks lopsided. So I had to add the and add it on the side. Anyway, it looked sick. Anyway, the other, the other thing is okay boomers, right? You, oh my days, Google just, ex anyway. Okay. Don't worry about Google. I don't really know if I can say the okay boomers. Oh, it's, okay, boomers. it's Google is thinking you're talking to. Yeah, Google keeps going up, it keeps reacting <laughs> to it. That is amazing. Um, That's okay, a wonderful so name for title, a podcast. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, but so the title, it's like we're taking ownership over the terms that they call us. You know what I'm saying? That's, but you're not a boomer. That's how I... Yeah, but they would say that anyway. They would say the term that I can't say. I feel like, no, I feel like you're off. too cool to be yeah. a boomer, you know? I, I'm a boomer. I'm always complaining about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also like... I don't know, man. I hold but, boomer opinions. That's why. Okay. Well, that's good. This is channel to the lost. I know. I know. You think it's good. But Gen Z doesn't think it's good. They want me to be progressive. I don't know anything about work. this Gen stuff. Who is Gen Z? Generation Z. Hey, who are these people? I think it's people from anywhere from... I actually don't know. I think it's... I don't know where Gen Z starts and where it ends. But I just know I'm part of Gen Z. Okay. Because I'm not a boomer either. I think I'm a millennial. Yeah, you're a millennial. What What are you going I about? think. I, I don't I'm know. I'm pretty what sure you're are. a millennial. Yeah, but that's not important. The important thing is that we're here today, and yes. and we're discussing something that, that uh, Noah picked, a very important topic of discussion. We are. So, today, and actually, Louise, before we get... Okay. The third boomer is not here. Yeah, third boomer is off partying. Because he's doing boomer things. He's, he's such a boomer. He, no, he's, <laughs> he's partying on, um, on soda. He's high on soda right now. Soda water. Okay. But, okay. Um, essentially, topic for today is the disparity in the education system between men and women. So here's a here's an article from USA Today. So this is the US data. Yes, this is, is right. US data. But usually, what happens in the US trickles down into the rest of Western civilization. Um, but men are skipping college. Here's why the trend could have devastating consequences. So this fall, women outnumber men two to one. Uh, oh, on two-year and four-year college campuses by millions. 60% of students are women, while only 40% are men. An education gap that has been widening for decades. 
The problem has become even more acute. Total enrollment has fa- enrollment has fallen by more than two million students over the past five years. A million all- students. Yes, a million students. I'm reading the same article. <laughs> yes, I know. Ah, uh, reading. Okay. Uh, continue over the yeah, past continue. five five years. The Wall Street Journal report reports that men accounted for seventy one percent of the decline. So the enrollment has fallen, generally. Yes. And Generally. that's a problem there as well, but yeah. Yes, but that's all I'm going to read because the rest has opinions in it. No, but it says here, half a century ago, the numbers were almost exactly the opposite with men making up yes. 60% of incoming freshmen. Back then, America knew... Okay, well, that, that gives you some explanations. America yes. knew why women were outnumbered. Sexist policies and social mores kept women on the sidelines. Allegedly. So, here's what I think. I think, I think there are multiple reasons why men could be leaving college. Number one is because in the U.S. there is a massive um, amount of debt that you incur when you go to college because it's so expensive, right? Um, and I think that if you, give, if you give men the option between going and, going and making some money in a trade, like with, or, or going into a job with no experience, and you offer them four years in, to incur a, t- a ton of debt, I think they're going to pick the uh, the former um, because I think men are generally more active with their hands. They like they like to do things. So I think men are coming to that realization. Right. I think, okay. <laughs> I'm not prepared for the discussion. No. <laughs> None of us is. If Louis were here, he would pretend that he is prepared, but he wouldn't be prepared either. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing. So first... First question or problem is the education system. What's the purpose of education? Right? And I don't mean like if you go back in time, people went to universities, they went to universities to learn. It was all about philosophy and then theology mm-hmm. centuries ago, right? That's those are the, the, the intellectuals. They will go and study philosophy and theology and that kind of stuff. But what's the purpose of it now in our culture? Why why do kids go to school for that long? And then why do we want people to go to universities or other types of education like TAFE? Like, uh, what is a TAFE considered? What is the, what is the category? To hereditary education. No, no, but it's a uh, vocational. Oh, vocational, yes. Right? So what's the purpose? Why do people go to these places? Um, TAFE, I think, is more understandable because it's hands-on. It's to learn a trade. Um, right. I think, but as for universities, I think there are very few degrees where the occupation you're going into actually requires a degree. But so, that's right now. Think about it. Yeah. Think about 50 years ago. I wasn't alive 50 years ago. I've got no clue. No, I know. I mean, neither was I. Mm. But 50 years ago, you didn't have useless... You didn't have as many useless... Degrees. Degrees and majors mm-hmm. as we have today. Yep. You know, people go to university to learn medicine and engineering and uh, to learn how to t- be a teacher and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right? So I would argue that the purpose of education is to train people for the workforce mm-hmm. in a capitalist Western society. Mm-hmm. That is the purpose of education. 
if you're a socialist, the purpose, purpose of education is also to indoctrinate people so they believe in the same things and society keeps functioning the way you intended to, to Which be. Which is what we're seeing now. Well, that's why socialists, it's really important for them. That's why they see children as their property, is the property of the state. Because if you don't educate, if you don't indoctrinate the children with those, the same ideas and same values, society, your society collapses because people will realize that there are other ideas, other competing ideas. Mm -hmm. So even in the education system, there's this clash of values and what is the purpose of what's happening here. And a lot of people criticize, oh, basically it's a factory of workers. That's what education is. You just... And you see TED Talks about people like, oh, this is why education is messed up. Blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. it's like everyone, it's one classroom for everybody. Everyone is, is to conform to the same thing. People were different. And it's all these criticisms about children's education, right? Which I think is, I think there's some valid criticism there, right? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, in a, in a capitalist society, education is to train people to work. Mm -hmm. and get a job and contribute to society. But there are people who think education, they go to university to learn stuff that is useless, mm -hmm. like gender theory, which is only useful because now many companies are hiring people to to useless positions of diversity and inclusion. And, and they're kind then, of... People aren't being hired on, on, their, on their gender studies degrees. It's one of the most l low employable uh, majors there is in the States. Really? Gender studies? Yeah, gender studies is one of the most low, low employable um, like majors you can pick. Wow. Um, up then there is, is teaching, um, STEM fields, teaching, STEM fields, and then medicine, I think, are some of the top, like on the top five. And what are the qualifications for people who do diversity and inclusion crap? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but surely they, like, they, <laughs> they hire people based on some credentials. You can't just show up me and be like hey i graduated in computer science but i'm applying for your the, gender and that's the thing as well it's like even though computer science is one of the most in employable like like stem fields is one of the most yeah. employable majors you see more and more companies not needing the degree to begin with who are looking for experience am i am i wrong in saying that or is, is that a bad perception that i have oh no i think it depends on the company a lot of companies still require a degree mm -hmm. depending on the company i think it depends on the company but yeah. a lot of companies, I think if you have the experience and you can demonstrate that you do have the skills without yeah. the degree, they might consider hiring you. Yeah. Like Google. Google doesn't require a degree. Now that I think about it, um, for, for coding in Google, I've, I've seen videos on how um, there's a process and, and a rigorous process, mind you, um, where you have to demonstrate your skills. Yeah, um, sure. But they usually go and recruit people from universities because that's yeah. where the smart people usually are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. The other reason why I think it's interesting that, that men are leaving education is because if you look at primary education, as in like like high school and, and primary education, mm -hmm. I think it has a very female leniency to it nowadays. I think that, you know, shortening, shortening breaks, um, less, less um, hands-on learning within school is discouraging males and boys um, from doing well in education. In, in primary education. In, in primary education. Yeah, in primary and high school as well. Right. Um, because well, 
there's yeah. there's such a female influence in education nowadays. Like the the male to female aspect teacher ratio is 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 drastic. But there are not many male teachers. Yeah, there aren't many male teachers. Because men don't want to go into teaching. Yeah, exactly. But right. then the system in which in which men learn it, it's not catered towards them. Um, not not any longer. Yeah, I was reading about this as well because a lot of the well, a lot of what's required in schools are mm. is like you need to sit down quietly. Yeah, you need to have neat notes. Write down mm -hmm. things nicely, and obviously, I know people want to say this is a social construct or not. But obviously, men and women are inherently different, yeah. and yes, even in that difference, there's a degree of difference. I'm not saying that all oh, men are the same and all women are the same, mm -hmm. but men and women are inherently different. Yeah, either by in, in interests or the way we act, the way we feel emotion, the way we behave, and this is not a construct again. People mm. will try to make it out. It's a social construct. Some things in it, of course. Every we live in a society. We are conformed to the way we do things. That's why socialists think it's really important mm -hmm. that children are educated early in the ways, in the brainwashing ways of socialism, because that conforms them to to that. Mm -hmm. But even so, men and women are different, and women and girls are more likely to be neat and nice and care about their notes and being presentable and sit down and listen while boys just want to get up and, and mm -hmm. do stuff as it has been since since we were hunter gatherers and we went out to get food for our families mm -hmm. i mean i didn't because <laughs> many 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 years ago when i wasn't alive but that's what men did they went and they risked they, they took the risk they went and got stuff they got food they brought it back women stayed look after the kids and all that all, mm -hmm. all that all that stuff right so yeah. It does reflect in that, and I think that probably contributes to the amount of of boys, quote unquote, diagnosed with ADHD and all sorts of other, quote unquote, disorders, mm -hmm. because they can't sit still. Yeah, absolutely. And they think that that's a problem. Absolutely. I was I was reading up on something today, mm -hmm. um, called relative deprivation theory. Are you, are you okay. familiar? <laughs> I told uh, you I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> bet, bet I wasn't even looking for this in preparation for this live. I just I stumbled across it, um, and I think that it's with with you what you're bringing up now. It's very applicable. And bear with me, but I think it makes a case for for gendered schools. You know how like you have some like boys' school and then like girls' schools. Yeah. I think there I think there are dangers in that, but I think that there's that this may bring some in some some benefits towards that. But but here's what the theory says. So. Essentially, uh, relative deprivation theory argues that as human beings, uh, we do not form our self-assessments based on our standings in the world, but rather we we form our self uh, we base them off of our standing um, within our immediate circles. So, for example, um, you take a look at our science and, and math majors, right? Mm -hmm. And you take a look at Harvard, right? And the SAT scores at, at Harvard. If you take in the the upper percentile, the the median, and then the lower percentile, it goes 700, so like high 700, to like 600, and then goes down to 500. 500 being the lowest percentile. That's at mm -hmm. Harvard, very prestigious. You go on to um, another university. I forgot which one they use as an example, but it's some. It's it's another university, um, not okay. as prestigious as Harvard. But what they have in the upper percentile is 500. So the same as Harvard's lower percentile. Their right. median is 400. The bottom is 300. What they found was that 
in both in both universities, almost exactly the same percentage of people who were graduating with the degrees were both in the upper percentile. So it was like something like seventy percent of people within the upper percentile um, at Harvard were graduating with the degree, and same with the upper percentile of this other university with a five hundred SAT score. Mm-hmm. So what it shows is that the the perseverance gained from being at the top of your class um is is drastic because you know the 500 percent people at harvard and the 500 percent people at this other university are graduating with the same sat scores right but then one of them gets a degree and one doesn't right so so you have to ask yourself why is that it's not because of a lack of intelligence it's because they're comparing themselves to their communities around them right, right, right. how smart people are so you can take this and put it in the context of of like gendered schools, let's say, or school, school, let's say schools that have, you know, both genders. If we have an educational system that is catered towards um, more, more of a feminine, feminism, uh, not feminism, uh, sorry. Feminine a, qualities. Yeah, feminine qualities, say. you know. Yeah. It, it, it prides neat work. It prides um, people sitting still and, and, and listening. It, mm-hmm. it, this is the stuff that the education system rewards its students for, of right. feminine qualities, right? On the other hand, you've got these masculine qualities where that, that don't necessarily fit that school has has gotten rid of. Like the game, what was it British Bulldog or something? Um, I don't know, but Australia's banned a ton of different outdoors games and stuff. And oh, really? the states because it's too violent. Yeah, because it's because it's too violent. But <laughs> the states, but in the states, some schools are bagging are banning um like like tag. Oh, what? Yeah. Why? Because I don't know. I honestly, I do not know. Some states are banning tag because as soon Is as someone racist? gets hurt, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, sure it is. I'm sure they'll find yeah, out it I'm is. I'm sure they have and some perpetuates sort of white supremacy or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but they they ban you know games of tag some schools. But it's like they're getting rid of these things where where men and boys can can get rid of that energy. Like the right. only space in the playground where they can where they can release all that energy and you know um there's no hands-on learning so in application to to this theory the relative deprivation theory do you think that it would be beneficial for for a ton of boys to be in the same in the same school that that gives them the same that gives them the learning style that they that gives that provides them with a system that benefits them yeah because if you are in a place that if you're in a place that will reward qualities that you're not that you the majority of your population is not mm. doesn't tend <laughs> to behave like of course you're gonna be towards the bottom mm. and that will just perpetuate mm-hmm. that for the for the rest of the education so it makes sense and it also makes sense that a lot of the prestigious schools and the selective schools in Sydney, I don't know how Melbourne is. They are boys-only schools or girls-only schools. Yeah. A, a lot of the, the more, like, top-performing top schools, uh, mm-hmm. they are separate. They're, yep. they're separated by gender. I guess it makes sense. There's also the... I think that's one... So I think that explains... I think it's one of the explanations for the mm-hmm. disparity in education in university another one because one other thing is it's easy to say if you say oh 60 percent is female 40 percent is male there's a problem mm-hmm. that to me is saying women are paid 75 cents of the dollar of men mm-hmm. 
Because you're like, oh my gosh, that's awful. But then you look at statistics, you're like, well, men are working more <laughs> and higher paying jobs in general. Mm -hmm. Like if you look, because they're just basically getting all the payments from women, all the pay from men, all the pay from men, and they put it together. And of, of course, yeah. men are getting paid more. But why? So you have to actually, <laughs> you have to separate them in the categories. Well, mm -hmm. men are CEOs more than women. Mm -hmm. Men don't take as much leave to look after the kids. Mm -hmm. Men work, uh, they don't care about their life <laughs> and, and their family life as much as women do. You know, mm -hmm. that's why some people divorce because they don't look after their family, they don't care about their family, they just care about their career. Women are much more caring, <laughs> which is a very good thing. <laughs> but the business work, business world rewards people who want to work more <laughs> because it generates well. more profit for the company. So of course they're going to get paid more. So, and then if you look at the statistics, the correct statistics, it's, it's like two cents less yeah. of a dollar, which is really like within the margin of error. So mm -hmm. that's a very faulty statistics. And I think it's the same thing with that. I mean, I'm not saying that the 60 to 40 is faulty. All I'm saying is it depends on what are the majors, mm -hmm. what are the areas of study that men and women are taking. Mm -hmm. So I think you need to look into that. But another thing they need to look into is, yeah, men want to work. They want to get paid, mm -hmm. right? They don't want to, they don't want to be philosoph philosophizing, mm -hmm. <laughs> go to university to, to well, be... Well, vast majority of men. Right, no, exactly. I like to be philosophizing. <laughs> well, that's why we're having a podcast talking about yeah, exa random exactly. stuff, things that we have no uh, expertise on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it, you just want to work. Like in Australia, people people leave school at year 10 sometimes mm. and become a plumber, an apprentice, and go building because builders make a lot of money. Yeah. Look at the people who have a lot of money and have a nice house. They are builders. <laughs> mm -hmm. They're plumbers. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are tradies. So you make a lot of money as a tradie. Why would you go to university mm. and study for four years, five years, if you can... If you can have a nice life being a tradie and not mm -hmm. having to study that much, just go and do a TAFE or something, go and do something. Yeah, absolutely. And it will be, eh. what also will be interesting is to see how this reflects on dating. Because. Okay. Because. I want to hear your theory because I have a theory about this. Because if you think about it, Females have a tendency to be to want like a a man who has higher paying wages than they do, who who earns more, who is you know the the breadwinner, um you know like pay for the first meal. I feel like if you ask the majority of women, like say you ask a hundred women, um you know w would you expect your man to pay for the first meal? It's like I think majority of them will be no, saying yes. No, no, man, that's not it's not very feminist feminist of you. Yeah, well that's why we're called the OK Boomers. <laughs> <laughs> right, we hold boomer opinions. People like to be cared for. I had a coffee yeah. with a friend today, and he paid for my coffee, and I was very happy that he paid for my coffee. I didn't go and say no; I'll pay for my coffee because I'm a man. I want to be responsible for this. No. Yeah, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I don't know about you. You're past that stage. You're married. I'm not married. But like, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're yeah, young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good. But if I went out on a date, I would want to pay for that meal. Yeah, good. Purely because I feel like that's that's my responsibility as the male. Email the your your uh, dating uh, requests. What's the email? 
Yeah, email and tips w no, Wait, no, I can't no, be saying I can't, <laughs> Stop it. I can't be saying that. I can't be saying that. Um, but I think that this this is no. gonna change some dynamics. I don't know. I think that it, it will come in conflict with with human with with human intrinsic right. values. Right. Because women are gonna start being paid more. They're gonna be the. I mean, albeit they'll be going into gender studies as well, and then they'll be paying being paid less. But inevitably they'll be going into medicine and and those sorts of things and being paid a lot more well yeah right i think there's lots of there's lots of issues (laughs) this is this is not an easy i think there's an easy solution and i don't think we're i mean we're men we're trying to solve the problem aren't we (laughs) (laughs) that's true (laughs) but I think there's a lot of pressure for boys. Because, it, yes, it, it is it is how it is in all, in all animals. <laughs> and I know we're not, we are more than animals. But you go, how do you mate? You go and you impress the woman. Mm-hmm. You go and impress, you know, like animals, ducks. I don't know, all the, 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 the they go in trying to impress the females and mm. become the more the more powerful, more important. I don't know the alpha, alpha mm. male. How some people say. And if you are if you are the loser, like a lot of men are, and you go and date, and all the women are like they have jobs and they have careers and they're successful in their careers and all that stuff, which is not bad, not necessarily bad, no. right? This men are intimidated. And they're not gonna ask <laughs> they're not gonna ask someone out who has a job better than their job, who might have a car and you don't have a car. And I don't think the women are gonna be saying yes either. Why? Because then the expectation is super high. Yeah. And exactly. I, I think that I'm not saying that they're not gonna say yes. They might actually they might be interested in saying yes. But the thing is it's 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 terrifying. It's a terrifying situation when you try to go and impress someone and <laughs> They are doing better than you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not... Uh, it's not... An, it's not an easy situation mm-hmm. to go into. And it's a lot of pressure. And it's bad. Ends mm-hmm. up being bad. And when it comes to women having careers... And I'm saying it's not necessarily bad. Yeah. It's not necessarily bad. But the problem with feminism... Mm-hmm is that it will say, oh, women can do anything. But then if you decide to be a stay-at-home mom, there's this implicit, oh, you're not, you're not good enough. Because mm. you don't have a career. How much do you get paid? You don't get paid anything. You just spend money. <laughs> you stay-at-home mm. mom. <laughs> right? And while feminism is trying to be empowering, it's only empowering to a certain group of people, but this is the problem with our, with our world because our world is 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 uh, drowning in sin, and it doesn't matter. One thing you try to fix the problem, there'll be other problems. So it's all it's all bad. <laughs> Here here's yeah. my boomer. This is the okay boomer. <laughs> it's all bad, and people try to fix it. They'll touch it. They'll make it worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and eventually, all collapse, and we all build it again. And who's going to build it again? 
who are the people who are gonna go and build it again when it collapses? I'm not gonna get cancelled for saying this. The men. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking that. I'm like the men. I was I was running through all the angry people on Twitter cancelling us for this. But um, Listen, you can't be cancelled if you start like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When we start our podcast like this, we we can't be cancelled. The expectation yes, the, is pretty the, low already, or as I would say, pretty high because I think that's the. <laughs> that's that's. A, that's you a see, uh, I'll finish my contribution to this because uh, we don't want this to be too long. With the opinion of one of the, my favorite podcast hosts that I listen to, his name is Andrew Claven. He mm-hmm. is a fiction writer, but he's also now a culture slash political commentator at the mm-hmm. Daily Wire. And you look at journalism today, and it's awful. Journalism is a it's it's a profession that is in steep decline. Mm-hmm. No one trusts them. No no one who thinks clearly trusts them. Mm-hmm. It's a disaster, right? And his theory is the following. <laughs> the moment women start taking the jobs of men in a specific situation, he's not mm-hmm. saying that that's the cause, but it's the symptom mm-hmm. that something's in the cloud. Because w- men like to go and pioneer things mm-hmm. and build things mm-hmm. and start new things. Mm-hmm. Men don't want to be journalists these days. <laughs> no. Right, because it's it's in decline. Mm-hmm. It's a symptom that it's in decline. So, look at universities. Do you think universities are? Do you think they are more that people look more favorable favorably at universities today than they looked at favorably at universities thirty years ago? Absolutely, but I think that there's. there's uh, they a... do. They look more favorably. To no, them. no, sorry, sorry. They they don't look favorably on. No, it, but... no, and that's why men don't want to go to it. Yeah, <laughs> it's in decline. Yeah, I think that. I don't know. Hypothetically speaking, I think that the pendulum's going to end up swinging so far left, right, that eventually, like in in this scenario, I think what what will end up happening, and I'm I'm speculating, and it's 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 a lot of assumptions being made. But I think right. what will end up happening is you'll have a lot of women who have very, very high-paying wages and very high-paying jobs, right? But then mm-hmm. their biological clock will step in. And all of a sudden, they'll want to start settling down and they'll want to start, you know, having families. But they have all these high-paying wages and high-paying jobs. They're, they're, they're all the doctors. They're all the people going into medicine. That's, that's them, right? And all of a sudden, you're going to have the pendulum start swinging radically the other way. Um, and what's, what's more, they, they, you know, it's going to be harder for them to find, uh, to find husbands, to find people to date because they, you know, if they want to date someone who's a higher value than they are, who it's higher hard. value men, as they say, it's going to be harder to find them. Right. And so then they're going to have to settle. losers leaving yeah. their mother's basement. They, yeah, exactly. But then they're <laughs> going to have to start settling for less. Um, and then eventually men will have to, uh, eventually they'll start saying for less. They'll have to start quitting those jobs. Um, which will then leave men in trades, being being the ones who are who are sought after. But then I think that but then I think we've gone back in time, because you go back a hundred years ago and university wasn't for the common folk. It was for people who who already had the money, because um, their lo- loans weren't a thing. It was for the common folk. It wasn't for the common folk who didn't have any money. It was for those who already had money, um, and those sorts of things. So then what you're left with is is we've gone back in time. And we have 
woman, I don't know, staying at home, um, you know. So the men... cycle started again. Society will collapse. Yeah, society's just started again. Uh, I feel like you're a future futuristic thinking. It's probably going to collapse before then. I think everything is just, I'm, I'm very pessimistic about yeah. the, the world. <laughs> It, our world is unsustainable and it's not because of uh, carbon emissions <laughs> it's a much worse problem whatever's going on mm, I don't know I, I yeah it's because of Jesus I mean we need no 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 sorry Jesus isn't the reason that the, that the, that the world is going badly it's because we need Jesus that's why the world's going badly it's, it's always been like this it's like this the cycle it's the cycle society's collapsed they are built again it's mm. just it, it keeps happening and I think <laughs> yeah and the, the the cost of universities is another problem that we probably don't have time to discuss in this podcast yeah, but that's a very good book universities. very good book I, well again the cost of university is also part of the reason why men are, are saying no to college because it's just it doesn't make logical sense you know hmm going out and taking a loan to study gender studies and and be and be bashed with fe feminist perspectives. Yeah, but who who what man wants to do gender studies? That's what I'm saying. That's why no one's going to take out a loan. No man is going to take out a loan to do gender studies and get and get some ridiculed. <laughs> some very 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 few. Some some men really like to be ridiculed and I and think... and be and be humiliated and <laughs> and think that they are doing something great for the world. Good for them. Well, bad for them. Bad for the world. Yeah. Bad for everybody. <laughs> I, I think we know. should end there. <laughs> uh, yeah. On a negative note. No, On a, a positive note. Yeah. No, I give us a positive note. A positive note. Well, men are going into trades. Men are men are doing what they what they want. They're going into trades, and which will inevitably force the education system to reform. I think, eventually, it'll cause Hopefully. some sort of reform. Yeah. You know, just like the Reformation, just education <laughs> reform. So the funny. educational reformation. <laughs> so funny. All right, tell people where they can find us. Can they well, can find us anywhere? Do we have a podcast? We have like an audio podcast anywhere? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just I just made it. We're we, now we on. Do? We're on. Yeah, we're going to be on Spotify, on Apple, Apple Podcasts, I had, or whatever. I had it's no idea. Where did you get that from? Um, well, I can't say on air because we're still on air. I'll tell you after air. Oh, okay, okay, sounds good. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're on YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok. If you're if you're more oh my gosh, into that. <laughs> TikTok. No, I don't want to be on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> if you're more onto that short form kind of thing, TikTok. Oh, uh, everything. We're on everything. So search us up. Search us up. 